If I was gay, I would make this song. And that's it. That's how the Macklemore song goes. All right. This is the uh, premium <laughs> ABFM <laughs> podcast. <laughs> A podcast for men. For men. <laughs> Welcome back to APFM, a podcast for men. This is pilot episode number four, premium episode number two. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be... This is the episode, folks. This is what we're doing. Oh, you didn't do it again. Oh. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Fucko Fuckwit and Fuck. And I am going to stop running with that joke very soon, but it's that's just what radio station shit sounds like to yeah, me. That's alright. Yeah, that's alright, isn't it? Come on, love. Making me sound like oh aggro from aggro cartoon connection. Oh, Jesus. Love. Oh yeah, that's alright, isn't it? Oh yeah. Ah, oh, so what are we talking about? What do we even do? We so a little bit of a behind-the-scenes information. We just ate a bunch of pizza. Yeah. Between doing the free episode and this premium episode, which... <coughs> Stop <Yeah>. burning <laughs> in the mic! I feel like it's... No. Stop <laughs> Which I feel like... I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sign us up for anything legally, in a legal sense, but... Probably the <laughs> probably the premiums will be freemiums for the first couple until we get people on board. So they will be premium. <laughs> Look, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just like while we're trying to maximize the audience, we'll have freemium yeah. episodes. Daddy chill. <laughs> Does that say daddy choke? Chill. Daddy chill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh my lord. Um, how are we doing? How are we feeling after the pizza? We're back for round two. Greasy. Gassy. I've, gassy? I mean, we also had carbonated water and so, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, okay. This is the best podcast <laughs> ever. Standard sounds, stock sounds, <laughs> nitro funny sounds. I've been, <laughs> been trying to find that ad. Up. It may have just, nitro funny cars. I've been trying to find that ad. It's I, I don't know if it was the Claremont Showground or what. At Claremont Showground. Yeah, yeah, it was just on no. It's Quinana Speedway. Yeah, Right. I don't know up. if you'll be able to find it because it might have just been on on local TV. Yeah, but sometimes people tape that shit. How do you spell Quinana? K W I N A N A. Quinana Speedway. For people who don't know, it's a Nitro Funny Cars, which is a thing. Oh, let's have a look. Friday night is Speedway night. Hey kids, Coca-Cola invite you to see world-class Speedway absolutely free this uh, Friday night. Nah. This Friday it says Claremont Speedway right. TV ads. Go back, go back. Click on... Uh, yep. Forward, you mean? Up the top. Oh, it's gone. No, no, no. Okay. So where it says Speedway in yellow. Yep. Click on that one. 
Speedway explodes Monday, December 27th at 7.30. I wish I had been able to go to the... Because they closed one of the speedways. I remember being forced to go to one of these because my stepdad... Oh, you're so lucky. This. I never got to go to these. Yeah, no. I've been to one of them before. Are you serious? We were really close and the dirt flew up in our faces as small children. Friday night is... His voice is a bit oh, intense. Listen to this. Just off brand Rocky. I love it. <laughs> wait, wait, pause it, pause it, pause it. Like, it, they just. Like, just trying to do it one note off so that it's not. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's so lazy. how you get it done. That's so lazy. <laughs> it's great. Run it back because that. Pay, pay attention, folks. Yeah, no. So it's uh, so that da, 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 da. yeah so da, da, da. like that is obviously it's it's using that same technique right yeah. but that as a thing da, 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 is, is that's a riff da, da, in da, and because it goes the other way doesn't yeah, it yeah yeah but at least that is a riff in and of itself that like it's obviously ripping off Rocky right mm -hmm. but they've made but when it gets further on it just sounds like randomly bashing at keys. <laughs> Daddy the dude! Hang on, hang on, hang on. This bit. Ready? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like he just worked out the <laughs> Tiny top heavy cars rolling around! Quick. They're all in the dirt! Is this them, them saying they're closing after 73 years? Checkered flag is coming down for one last time on the world's oldest speedway. I wish I had gone to this. I remember this with the music. Yeah, same. Skydivers. We'll blow you in the back and squeeze you into my ass. So it wasn't Claremont Showgrounds or Quinana Speedway. It was Claremont Speedway. Speedway. I think there is. Is there a Quinana there is, Speedway? There is. Yeah, yeah. Speedway. There I'm is. trying to find. I couldn't find the one that's. Maybe like, that's where they moved it to. I don't know. I couldn't find the one that's like Super Speedway. You watch it explode. No! Try that. I tried. I tried Googling uh, that. I couldn't find it. <laughs> if anybody can show us where to find it. Yeah, if anyone can give us that link, hit us up. Nitro Funny Cars! They're yeah. rolling over! Can you type in Nitro Funny Cars and see if anything comes up? Nitro Funny Cars! <laughs> <laughs> they cars, but they're a little bit... Demolition Derby! Little making mothers into widows <laughs> since 1973. 73. Uh, Nitro Funny, funny Cars. cars. You have to make sure it's Australian, though, because there will be American ones. Drag Racing Australia. All right, let's... <laughs> this is the most manly I think I recognise this. This has got some production quality, though. Yeah. <clears throat> 
this is, as I said, not the situation that anybody wanted to be in. It's been too long, too long since we've heard the unmistakable sound of nitro. She's kind of hot. He's kind of hot. Outlaw nitro funny cars. Trees kind of hot. Race the quarter mile across the ditch in New Zealand. The echo in his voice, it's over! Back on home soil, it's been nearly Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. What the hell is this? Uh, it's it's a promo for it coming back after the go. pandemic. Dragnews.com.au <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah! Yes! This is the production value. Wow, it just said Madman Productions. Yeah, but it said something underneath, like cracking pipes or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the website Earl was different. So check out Chemical Warfare here. He's clearly just stolen the Terminator. Yeah. And then put on, like, some gas mask circles or whatever these are. Gas mask circles. (laughs) 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 Whatever they're called. The filters. Ventilators. Filters. Filters. Circles. Look, language is a fluid and constantly evolving thing. We understood what he meant. We did. Oh, is that it? We missed it. There we go. Come back. (laughs) 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 So fucking lame! (laughs) And then the big titties fly out of the back of it, the parachutes to slow it down. So it just does a sprint of a few meters. Yeah, man. Sprint cars. Nitro funny cars. Yeah, these aren't as funny. They're not. These aren't funny cars. No, these aren't the ones this I is was a thinking car. of. Yeah, this is an actual... What is a funny car? I mean... Fu- so these are what funny cars look like. What are the ones with the big, like, spoilers on the roof? Maybe they're derby cars. Those are, yeah, I think they're derby. Derby? Or... Type in demolition derby. Yes. Entering the pit first, number all the way from Bennett's Cove, Newfoundland, and we have a female, uh, Melissa Blackwood, driving a 2002 Pontiac. What about monster trucks? Did we ever have monster trucks? Do we have monster trucks on that yeah. speedway? Yeah. I saw one of those Truckosaurus things. One of those, like, oh, dinosaur robot fucking... Truckosaurus? I don't know if that's what it was called here, but it was that that manner of... Yes. That same concept. We have a female here. Uh, in a... She's a woman, the vagina. Little known fact about uh, female demolition derby drivers, they're actually better than men because they're such bad drivers. <laughs> so they can't help but hit people, okay? Men were too sensible. It's me, I'm Jordan Peterson, and I'm here to talk to you about the demolition funny cars because, no, there's nothing funny about that. Now you got a Lightning McQueen? <clears throat> I had a friend who wanted to take his first car to the demolition derby. Because they just strip it out of it, like, of everything. They're just driving around in a mud pit, yeah. trying to run into each other and yeah. failing. It's basically adult bumper cars. Yeah. 
You just can't have too much room to get up a lot of speed. Oh, that was a. Clown. I wonder how this is judged. Is it last car working? Maybe. Like on one of them smoking like that, you would think that it would be a problem. And um, maybe just about ram it to explode slash on fire. <laughs> yeah. Firefighters are on standby. This would be such a good gig if you're a firefighter. Let the whole fucking thing go up. This is so. This is such good radio. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, the thing that we're watching is also boring. So it's like we're not even getting like. This is just cars in a mud pit. Like nothing beats. Nitro funny cars! Did you like, guys just pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, it's a freemium, it's a freemium. I'm um, I'm still not on board with that. He's not on board with the freemium, folks. He's trying to rob you blind. Well, aren't we supposed to be watching YouTubers that you're checking in on to see if they're still... Alright, yeah, just... Yeah, let's check in on, uh, on, a, on a couple of people here, so... First up is Bearing. Bearing, all right. Maybe take us on a little bit of a journey through. So Bearing is, uh, he's like one of the peanut gallery guys. He just Hey, hey, Bearing, we got beef, all right? I don't even know you, <laughs> but I'm telling you right now that we have beef. There's one that says my message to Australian feminists. Let's check Where? that out. In the top right hand corner. My message to Australian feminists. All right, let's let's see what Bering has. I'm to I'm gonna say. come round your place and tap your balls together, mate. <laughs> this is so bloody hard. This is from the December 30th, 2016. You look like one of those desk ornaments that goes back and forth. So this is the height of the SJW cringe because this is like Trump's just been elected. Um, yeah, so. it was a very cringy time. Let's um, to be honest, it was. Emboldened by the victory of uh, Trump. Again and again, I've been amazed at just how much of a voice third wave feminism is given in everyday life. For a movement that thrives on deceptive propaganda, tacky pleas to emotion and outright lies, they have a significant voice when it comes to traditional Australian media and significant influence when it comes to government decision making and spending. TV networks like SBS, which is partially government-funded, and the ABC, which is fully government-funded, appear to have become feminist networks shamelessly pushing the agenda of Australian feminism without providing any kind of opposing argument which could assist the Australian people in forming their own opinions. In similar fashion, Australian print media seems to have become an echo chamber of feminist propaganda with the likes of Clementine... All right, so so far he's not saying anything. Yeah. Feminism bad. Where does Not even necessarily. I mean, it's it's presupposed that feminism is bad. The claim is that feminism has taken over all media. Third wave feminism. Third wave taken feminism. Over. Which for print media is hilarious because it's all right wing owned by fucking News Corp. <clears throat> Van Badham, Alice Clark, Tara Moss, and Geraldine Doog writing for major publications and networks right across the country. These are all women. I only knew who one of those was. It was Clementine Ford. Clementine Ford giving a TEDx talk on rape culture back in 2013. Yay, rape culture exists everywhere. Uh, we can all share it. Um, <laughs> hey, quality rape joke, Clementine. Good one. I'm uncomfortable. 
people with the fact that because of the work that I do. She's a hypocrite, which means it's okay to rape her. Why did he fuck up her voice like that? Because then um, he won't get copyright claimed. It's either, yeah, a copyright claim thing. Also, it's just funny to pitch shift people's voices. Yeah. Which third, Clementon? Where the fuck do you get this number? I mean, uh, the study of let's pull up some statistics. Yeah, no, no, let, let's allow the bear in the chair. He's a bear in a chair. He's a bear in a chair. Can we let's... pull up some statistics? And he's, he's about to, so let's see what he's got for us. Violence on college campuses in the US, which was later labelled as untrustworthy by those who conducted the study, gave us the ridiculous one in five figure, then for no other reason than the desire to make their propaganda a bit more effective, Feminists push this figure to one in four. Now Clementine would have us believe it's actually one in three. Well, so, so, like, a couple of things. First of all, she's... This is about Australian feminism. She's Australian. Presumably what she's talking about is rape culture in Australia. He's referencing a study conducted on US college campuses. But that's the only YouTube videos that I've seen someone else talk about. Yeah, he hasn't referenced the study itself. Or like, you, so, like, if you don't have... So, obviously, there's no uh, video accompanying this, but, like, um, usually when they do stuff like this, they at least show you, like, screenshots of uh, articles that they haven't read when they make whatever point. But, the Stephen Crowder special. Yeah, but he hasn't even gone that far. He hasn't even applied that I mean, much can effort. We, can we at least pull up some Australian statistics? Do we have, like, do we have... Yeah. Let's pull that up. Let's do Why our fact-checking. I'm just going to into the microphone. Let's look at the sexual assault in Australia summary. Sexual assault in Australia... Sexual assault is a major health and welfare issue in Australia and worldwide. For many victims, the effects can be wide-ranging and lifelong. They can experience physical injuries, long-term mental health effects, and disruption to everyday activities such as eating and sleeping habits. Abs 2017, Cashmore and Shackle 2013, Hales et al. 2019. According to the 2016 Australian Bureau of Statistics, Abs Personal Safety Survey, PSS. Almost 2 million Australian adults had experienced at least one sexual assault since the age of 15. More than 200, 1% Australian adults had experienced sexual assault in the 12 months before the survey, an increase from 2012, 0.7%. Around 639,000 Australian women experienced their most recent incident of sexual assault perpetrated by a male in the last 10 years. Between 2010 and 2018, rates of sexual assault victimisation recorded by police for Australians aged 15 and over rose by more than 30%, from 66, 8 to 90, 2 per 100,000, based on ABS 2019. However, it is unclear whether this reflects an increased incidence of sexual assault, an increased propensity to report sexual assault to police or increased reporting of historical crimes. Rates for children aged 0-14 remained stable in the five years up to 2018, based on ABS 2019. In 2018-19, the majority of sexual assault offenders recorded by police were male, 97%. Males aged 15-19 had the highest offender rates, 102, 9 per 100, 000 of any age group. Okay, so what is it? So Rose from 60-something percent to 90-something percent. No, 60 to 90 per 100,000, sorry. Right. Um, so what have we got? It the quick... 30%. Quick stats. Uh, in 2018, the rate of recorded sexual assault was almost seven times as high in females. Two million Australians. Ah, uh, we don't have anything as quippy as uh, fucking one well, in three. You have the, so have a look at the the PDF that they've got over there that you can download. What's there? So one in six women. Here we go. So in the 2016, PSS estimated that one in six women and 1 in 25 men have experienced at least one sexual assault since the age of 15. Here we go. 1 in 6, according... So... 
that's sexual assault in Australia. Now, what is this lady talking about? She's talking about rape, rape. I think. Specifically rape in Australia, but let's go back. Uh, I mean, we're not going to go through that whole video, are we? We're, we're not going to go through the whole thing. I just need to find where she says that because she'll... Uh, her name's Clementine Ford. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one. She used words like honest rape and forcible rape. Home with him and, oh, she was drunk, wasn't she? And she slept with him before and look at that skirt she was wearing. I routinely invoke to excuse her traders. And having just kind of done what everyone would expect her to do, done a red-blooded dog male, you can't say very According to reachout.com, I think this is citing the, similar st the same statistics. 2016, a survey asked Australians over the age of 18 if they'd experienced sexual violence. The results reported 23% of women. 23% of women, so that's almost. That's one, one in, in four. four. Yeah. Almost one in four. Mm. Um, and that's. And that only asks over the age of 18 as well. Yeah. So that's still discounting child victims. It also doesn't count, it doesn't count like a lot of the people who don't report or don't talk about it or, you know, there's a lot of that. Prevalence of sexual assault increased between 2012 and 2016 for women, but not for men. Oh, but men get assaulted too. Right, so anyway. So from the available statistics, it's one in six to one in uh, four in yeah. Australia. Right. She's saying one in three. Oh. In the audience, though, I guess. But no, it, she's, she'd be basing it off whatever study, but, like, we need we would need to go through her thing in order to see what she's uh, referencing. Mm. All right, and if we're well, we've already created this episode, but Bearing, you're still on notice, motherfucker. Does he still make videos? Yeah. Yeah, let's challenge him to a fucking debate. The rape in Australia has been significantly declining. In 2003, there were 91.6 reported rapes per 100,000 people. Fast forward to 2010, and the number had decreased to 28.6 per 100,000 people. That's around 0.028% of Australian women. Now, I realise Clementine meant which third have experienced sexual violence or rape over their lifetime, but at 0.028% annually, one-third is beyond ridiculous. Fuck off, you poor... I wonder what kind of maths he's using there. So, because the stat was... By his observation, very low in a single year. That means that the estimation that it could be a third of the population over their entire lifetimes is like, well, we can't take that into consideration. Yeah, and at all. the only reason that you would focus on that one year that had a <clears throat> a low number, as opposed to folk, like, because it's you know we've just found like three or four different places that cite. He's citing Wikipedia as well, by the way. Yeah. That's so a Wikipedia article. We're using the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, which is... And I was looking at 
the uh, reach out thing, but also the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Mm-hmm. Mm. So unless he just wants to disregard information altogether, except for when he sources it himself from Wikipedia and takes a screenshot of the part of it that's, you know, best helps his case. Because you would have to be ignoring if you went on a Google search as we just did, and it probably didn't sound like fascinating radio and it took us a couple of minutes, but really for a person that did not take very long to find three different places that are saying that it's ranging from one in six to one in four. And as I said, only talking about talking to people over the age of 18. So people in general, I'm just, I've, so uh, the Australian Institute. What I'm saying is he's full of shit and he's clearly picking us. You'd have to pass through the real statistics to find the sliver that helps his argument, mm. which uh, is what he's upset about, right? The disingenuousness, disingenuity, that's not a word. Disingenuous. Yeah. Disingenuine nature. Disingenuous. Fuck me, who gives a shit? I ate too much fucking pizza. I don't care. I'll fight this guy with one hand behind my goddamn back. Hey, bearing. <laughs> um... So these uh, sexual assaults per 100,000 Australians age over 15 for people is 90. It's 90.2 as of 2018, but it's actually 154.4 women or females, it says here, and 23.5 males. Uh, the majority is, it of, is spouse or domestic partner, 29.9%. No, sorry, my bad. Uh, other or... Other known or specified person is 45%. My bad. Didn't see that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think the the, 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 underli- the whole underlying point here is that, like, apart from... He's cherry-picking. He's cherry-picking, but he's also using unreliable uh, sources. Like, not that Wikipedia is, like, wholly untrustworthy, but, like, it took me... Literally 20 seconds to pull up the uh, Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, which I feel like he could have also had access to at the time in 2016. Um, And the basis of his disagreement is essentially just that it was a meme for, like, all of 2016, that the one in three or one in four or one in five statistic coming off of that uh, college campus sexual assault survey, as opposed to, like... That's the that's the study that they're all super upset about. Like, you have to put this into the context of 2016. Like, everyone was super pissed off because, oh, it's just... Imagine being an Australian who's concerned about what's going on, apparently, on American college campuses. But like I said, this just, like... Well, that's what I've seen YouTube videos on because this is... Also, to my knowledge, that survey was just asking people if they'd ever experienced sexual assault. So it was self-reporting. It wasn't based on, like, data collected from, you know, official reporting websites, which the premise there is that we're believing people when they say that they've been victimized who may not have come forward uh, to the police or whatever. Like, like... it, government institutions or the Australian uh, Bureau of Statistics or police statistics or anything like that, they have to go off reports. They have to go off of like hard, what you might call hard data. Uh, it's or like um, quantitative data for, to use a, a, a uni word, but uh, qualitatively 
the statistic, the amount of people who are self-reporting some kind of sexual assault, whether that be full-on rape or like being groped at a party or whatever, which is a form of sexual assault, and I don't know why that's that was also another thing that they got super dirty on. So like, um, Christina Hoff Summers, she did a video on it, and she was like, this survey included things like attempted forced kissing, and I'm like. When I'm watching that, I'm like, how would this woman feel if I attempted to forcibly kiss her? Yeah, I, like, it's still it's still sexual assault. It doesn't matter. If if you are doing something to another person... You're all drama queens. That they, that they have, Let me kiss you! ...that they have not consented to in a, an, in a sexual nature, then, yeah, it's sexual assault. I'm sorry. Stop being a baby about it. So this is the I've, like this is basically this is what bearing is uh, is basically like he'll pull, he'll pull videos of uh, people making good points or he'll pull videos of people like that like are just like low hanging fruit so like big red uh, that one feminist meme who's not actually anybody she's not even like a well known activist she's just a meme that. Uh, somebody managed to capture on their phone. Like nobody even knows what her real name is. Um, that kind of that kind of shit. So like, let me let's see if I can pull through here. Oh yeah, Return of Big Red. He sure is still making stuff. Yeah, he's still making. Like so, I sorted by most. Uh. My bad. I, po I I was sorting by most popular. So his most popular is uh, feminist assaults man then plays victim. Right. And then we've got by newest it's lady attacked by koala. Lol. <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> the 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 theme has changed somewhat. Not quite. So like he was. Uh, it's still you know leftists are cringe or whatever. But it's had to. You're right. It has to. It has had to evolve. Like there's a, there's shit on Amber Heard here, or transgender swimmers being banned by uh, Fina. Mm -hmm. All right. So like, do you're all read up on Amber Heard? Do you want to watch that one? Yeah. Let's give it a go. He's got the fair use uh, disclaimer at the beginning of all of his videos. That'll stop him. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a relic of 2016 okay, you've YouTube. Got to forgive me. This one's about a week old. I've been in YouTube jail for about a week. I'll be honest with you. I got a strike, but the strike's been lifted. It's all good now. This is an old Amber Heard video. Who, by the way, did a recent interview about her ex-husband who tried to convince the world he had scissors. For hands. Look at this. In the closing arguments, the deaf lawyer said, called your testimony the performance of a lifetime and said you were acting. What do you say to that? Says the lawyer for the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, that... Okay, that didn't... That doesn't help, Look, here's but the also... thing. Like, we, we can... Con sorry. We can continue with this, but... She's an idiot and probably a bad person. But Johnny Depp beat her and was found to have beaten her by a UK court when he tried to sue The Sun for printing a headline calling him a wife basher. Mm-hmm. Or wife beater. We say basher because we're in fucking Australia and we bash women. We don't beat them. And the judge... Because of their laws there, 
said that in order for them to run with that headline, they would have to show it to be, they'd have to have evidence that it was sub, 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 substantively true. Substantively true. And the judge found that to be the case. So even before he was suing her in an American court, he'd already been found, yeah, you're a fucking wife beater. That's why we're allowing this newspaper to print that about you. So that's the context. So, like, she's an idiot and bad. But this fucking poor, charming, lovable J-Dep, what a hero. Like, fuck him as well. He's verbally and physically abusive to her. Let's see what Bering has to say about it. Oh, 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 you dumb bitch. Anyway, here's the video. Okay, so I know this Amber Turd Johnny Depp trial thing has been talked about to fucking death. And I've mostly avoided getting caught up in this web of celebrity bullshit. The case itself didn't really spark my interest beyond the abundance of quality memes it produced. My dog stepped on a bee. Stepped on a bee. I can't believe they cancelled the show Glee. I took an arrow to the knee. My... But now that the case is over and Johnny Depp... Wow, I'm so disappointed that I missed all of those memes. (laughs) But Amber Heard won fuck all compared to what she now owes Johnny. Anyway, now that Depp has won, all the glorious feminist salt has started flowing and that is definitely worth a look. And we will mine some of that salt right after this quick sponsor, right back. How our ecology or fish collagen collagen bear drama. Collagen, collagen, collagen. Is that what that was? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> showed me a photograph. What was the photograph of, Mr. Depp? It was a photograph of the bed outside of me. Look around, so Coke sniffing during his testimony. Alright, so I feel like this is just 90% clips of other things with yeah. no substance. This is just a bit of a meme review. Yeah. This whole thing. Oh, I'm bored. Let's go somewhere else. Alright, Bearing. You're getting away with this one because your video is fucking boring. Because you're a fucking C tier, D tier, right wing content creator. And even in the anti-feminist space, you've been making videos since 2016 and you've only got half a milli subscribers because you're fucking lame. All right, so let me think. Let me see. Another guy, Undoomed. Uh, You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to... I'm going to see... They'll all have, right? They'll all have a, a, a single, like, shared boogeyman. It'll be Lacey Green, uh, Riley J. Dennis, or... Milo, I forget their name. It's... Yiannopoulos? No, not... <laughs> no. Um, there's another Milo who's... Man, like... I miss Milo. Where's he at? Has he stopped being gay yet? I did watch Lacey Green for a while, but then was just like, meh. And I found yeah, other same. better people to watch. Like I was, was I was big on uh, Lacey Green, actually, because uh, she did a lot of like sex positive stuff. And it, yeah. gave, it like when I, when you're a teenager, who's trying to figure out how girls work, that's a valuable resource. Um, oh yeah. So this person, this person, Milo. Ah. Oh. 
I wonder how much he paid for that. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. They've all got like the most ridiculous intro uh, graphics. And then the production value just hey drops everyone, down. And welcome back. Today we have a social justice double team gangbang. No, I'm kidding. Well, sort of. Anyway, these two Wow, the writing, the delivery, the lip smacking in the recording. Come down upon with great anger and furious vengeance. Or, you know, just made fun of. So let's have a look see. What do you have for us today, special snowflakes? Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Questions and Queries. Today I have a special guest with me. Oh my god been a whole day and our brain tumor hasn't melted away okay so who's this special guest hello i'm milo i'm a non-binary boyish person excuse me a what foolish person here with ace to educate you on pronouns oh for fuck's sake why is it that social justice warriors always say they're going to educate you when they're going to spew some bullshit i mean is there anything that qualifies more as bullshit than pronouns Pronouns! Pronouns! A thing that has always existed and we're just getting pissed off about now. Just use they. It's really not that difficult. We use it all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, I love that. Here's what's crazy about the internet. It's like a group of people who are perpetually online and like the majority of them were anonymous for ages can't wrap their head around using gender neutral pronouns like uh like they they can't imagine a context where you just like wouldn't know or wouldn't assume a person's gender it's crazy even though that happens all the time yeah i was sending emails for work the other day and there were people's names who, due to the nature of their name, because they were fucking Chinese or something, I couldn't tell from that name if it was a man or a woman. And so I said they in the email referring to those people because I'm not familiar enough with those names to know if they're traditionally male or female names. Now, there's a completely unwoke, completely unpolitical normal ass situation in which you would just use they to refer to someone who you did not know and could not assume the gender of. So just do that. Just extrapolate from there, you fucking idiot. Yeah, thank you, Captain He's got the red letter media half in the bag piano in the background. That yeah, I think that's just stock music. Words useful to consider the concept of pronouns. But for trans people, pronouns can either validate or mock our identities. Great. Why didn't you get some trans people to do this video then? Personally, I don't think two girls with short hair and a deep neckline counts. Either way, it's no one else's job to validate you. Pronouns are actually. Uh, what is this? What is this guy's voice? He sounds like he's about to choke on acid reflux from forcing a deep voice so hard. He's the undoomed. He's a mannequin in a suit. A faceless, fuckless fucking retard. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically... Hey! Undoomed! 
I will fuck you up. You're on notice as well, buddy. Bearing, undoomed. Who else? I don't even need to finish watching your videos. I can already tell that you are stupid and a pussy. Man, I love having a man podcast. <laughs> I'd say that's probably the least important part of gender expression. Sticking to the strict male-female dichotomy that society has given to us doesn't always work for trans people, being that some of us don't fit the gender binary. Well, then you're not really trans, are you? Because trans people are people who are trying to transition from one sex to another. Thankfully for people... So this is just true scum. What is that? Oh, is that another shitty channel? No, true scum is uh, what... It's what the trans community call people who's like, you're not a real trans person. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, You're not really trans because you haven't done X and Y, which yeah. is, uh, it's kind of like, true scum are like uh, the TERFs of the trans community. The way that TERFs are... You're are not woman enough? Yeah, they're like... They're not trans enough. They're ostensibly feminists, but they're also bigots that undermine their own feminism by being... Uh, like essentialist about the category of womanhood and it's like no it is actually about your biology the last five the last like 50 years of uh feminist theory was slightly off it is definitely about periods true scum it's like you're dead you're not a real uh you're not really trans unless you've gotten the surgery or whatever or you're taking steps to you gotta yeah and look Let's be clear, there are some fucking stupid trans people, just like, that's the beautiful thing about life, you know? There's fucking stupid every kind of person. So I think that, I mean, at least in this case, he's trying to engage with a content creator, because a lot of the time, and I don't know how popular this Milo content creator was or is, but a lot of the time these channels like to pick on, you know, it's the Ben Shapiro random college kid sort of dynamic where instead of engaging with the thought leaders and instead of engaging with the popular channels and things like that, they pick off the weak fringe idiots because every movement has its idiots. You know what I mean? Milo Stewart, there you go. How many subscribers there? Uh, 38K. Yeah, I mean, that's all right. That's a small channel. Yeah, Milo Stewart has never been a huge content creator and they basically were like, uh, they were like 2016's go-to punching bag. Do you want to take a break there? Because you just said they twice in a sentence. Like, is it too, is that too much emotional labor for you to have done that? <laughs> you need to take, you need to chill out a little bit. You need to take a fucking break there, mates. Too many days. Oh my God. Like the video is only like, so the channel goes to like seven years ago. There's only one page worth of videos. So Milo is not like a prolific poster. Just perpetually a small channel. Unless they've like deleted a bunch of stuff that I'm not aware of. Mm. Are you able to give me some background? I don't know anything about this YouTuber. What, Milo? Milo or under oh yeah. So Milo is just... Alright, let me see if I can... Uh... Let me see if I can find... The one. The one? Yeah. We should have come into this more prepared. Maybe we should have. <laughs> it's possible. Like, I don't feel like I need to do a lot of prep to... Although, these guys love to fucking gish gallop. But, 
I don't think that we need to be super prepared. But if we want to, you know, put forward a convincing argument. Here we go. Let that's me kind of what we're here to do. We're also here to have fun. Hit the hit the fart sound effect for me over there. But just just pull that up. Just type it in. Just click click clacking away. Loading. There, there you go. We go. And we're back. That's the wet fart. Okay. That's the loud fart. This Hit that is... one again. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a nuclear fart. Huh. Jesus. Do we really need to? <laughs> Nicki Minaj fart remix. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with Nicki Minaj. Ah. Uh. Toy Boy Troy used to live in Detroit. <laughs> Let's go to the beach, beach, let's go get away. Did you ever like Nicki Minaj? Not really. What? Why not? She's dumb talented. No, I like... She's also dumb. I mean, yeah. Uh, the, I the only really... The only thing I really liked about her was that she called out Miley Cyrus at that award show. Oh, uh, yeah. What's good, Miley? What's good, Miley? Miley, what's good? I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, fuck Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Anyway. And I don't mean because she's a dumb bitch. Okay. No, because of her, she's just using hip hop and then and, and using producers like Mike Will Made It and trying to plug herself into the hip hop community, doing a gross fucking like parody of it yeah. and then disowning it afterwards when like it didn't work out for her in a career sense and, mm-hmm. and talking shit about it mm-hmm. similar with post malone as well post malone leveraging hip-hop and then saying that if he wants to listen to music with substance he doesn't listen to hip-hop he listens to like bob dylan or something like look bob dylan's fucking dope but fuck you yeah you do not have to look very far to find hip-hop that has substance in it you are just a dumb redneck motherfucker uh, who I guess is smart because he has intelligently leveraged the culture for his own fucking personal gain. So it mm. can't be that dumb, but fuck you, Post Malone. Fuck it- you, Miley Cyrus. And let's give props. Can we get a round of applause for Nicki Minaj or a Nicki Minaj fart? <laughs> that one's for you, Nicki. Hard fart. Oh, God. There's so many. It's <laughs> got reverb on it. Yeah. Oh man, this is good in the headphones. If you're not listening to this in Dolby TH6, TH6, <laughs> Dolby TH6, 6.9 surround, um, 69.420 surround TH6 speakers. <laughs> so you guys are gonna give me some background on Milo. Milo, I, I don't, I didn't. Let's uh, watch Milo in up in the micro, <laughs> micro Peenanopolis. <laughs> Why did no one call him Micro Peenanopolis? That would good, have ended his career. That's a good question. Milo was just like a small, like normal person YouTuber. Like they have uploaded Normtube. Normtube. But yeah. NB. Yeah, NB Normtube. They're not like a, a big uh, poster or anything okay, like that. Okay, but what's the controversy around them? There's no controversy. They, it's just so someone that these 
dipshits like to these faceless fuckless people like to... oh wait is this a different milo to the other milo that you're talking yeah, about yeah daryl's talking about uh milo yonopolis who, legend which is like a gay nazi legendary oh. see i didn't understand that i didn't realize there were two milos yeah so yeah, this but is a separate Milo. Is this just like a, a small-time creator that people like to pick on because they're them? No, Pretty much, yeah. So somebody got Do a hold of a video that they made. What? Do we have Milo? We don't. Why would I have Milo? I don't know. In my house. We could get know. it from the servo. Uh, we could do. <laughs> we could get Milo from the servo. We could. Let me see. If we we see get Milo from the servo, swing by the bottle, and then have some fucking Maccas. There you go. This is a... Whirlwind cultural tour of Australia. Like a normal fucking person and not like a Tumblrette. Tumblrette. Remember when Tumblr was relevant? Tumblr sucks. It does now. And yes, the singular they is grammatically correct. Yeah, why don't you go all the way and refer to yourself as we? You know, like royalty or the Borg. You probably already... These, this just... That's not an argument. These are just such shit debunks. It's like, you're stupid. Stupid, and I like Star Trek. Why don't you pee your pants like a little piss baby? Because I'm a man. Maybe I should do a faceless fuckless, and I'll I'll do it as Jack Nicholson. That's a terrible Jack Nicholson. I know, that's going to be the point. Why don't you go home to your mommy who never loved you? Alright, who um, else we got? So there was one guy. You want the vagina? You can't handle the vagina. So because you're a biological man. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my faceless fuckless. So transphobic Jack Nicholson. Okay, so there was a creator called Teal Deer that's spelled T R semicolon D R, right? Um Do you his... know what that stands for? Too long didn't read. Okay. Um but he went by a teal deer. Yeah, there's a deer in the and graphic right. there. Yeah. Anyway. And it's teal. Right. Anyway, his whole deal... It's more of an aquamarine. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Oh, she's a girl. She knows colours. Oh, aquamarine! <laughs> aquamarine! This button is aquamarine. Did you just call yourself teal aquamarine? <laughs> You jumped. You jumped out of the fucking beanbag. You <laughs> shat your ass. <laughs> Couldn't you yell at me? Well, that's how you would talk to an aquamarine. Is it? Yeah, if you're their, if you're their uh, uh, superior, if you're their officer they report to. I would. Okay, but I would never be a marine. Yeah, you'd be, you you'd be, be terrible in the army. I would yeah. be terrible in the army. You don't like confrontation? Yeah, you always I don't like confrontation. Woman. just shouted when I raised I my voice a little bit. I hate getting up early. My lord, if I ever have to get up I don't like them stupid songs. I don't know what I've been told, but clearly you do because you're all fucking singing it together. I don't like anyway stuff. Uh, so Teal Deer, his whole thing is he would just do very long, drony kinds of... Uh, like It's the same format, but it's, it's like very... It's a lot more data-driven, so he does actually have citations, and it was more, I would think, is like the intellectual. But um, I don't know when this happened, but there are no more videos on his channel. Like, they're just, they're all gone. The only thing that you can find of him is the Sean video, 
uh, of him. Did so, Sean fuck him up? Well, I mean, yeah. So, like... You see, Tealdia has a All lesbian women everywhere. You heterosexual rights. It's a... Oh, let's get to it. So, throughout high school and college, I was involved with clubs... Oh, no, not Anita Sarkeesian. ...raising awareness about climate change and demanding gay and lesbian rights. Ah, yes, because women have truly always been the primary victims of war. They are also quite obviously the group most affected by climate change, and it's a well-documented fact that homosexual men need feminism. The only thing that you've mentioned there that even comes close to being an issue for feminism is lesbian rights, and that is purely because some lesbians may choose to identify themselves as being feminists. But you do realize that you can be a lesbian and not a feminist, right? So you really shouldn't presume to speak for all lesbian women everywhere, you heterosexual oppressive shitlord. After all, nothing quite says I'm fighting for equality like speaking over all of those marginalized voices. So we're off to a good start. Man, the internet really blew chunks for a while. <laughs> like, it really just sucked fucking dog shit. <laughs> Too many people being able to voice their terrible opinions just for free on the internet whenever they wanted and take, as much as they wanted. Taking themselves so seriously when yeah. they did it. Like, hey, Teal Deer. You're also on notice. <laughs> I will also fight you. But at the same time, this is a stupid podcast. It's one for the boys, right? One for the lads. Are we going to have to start our own boxing matches like terrible YouTubers? Yes. Where you fight all of these people that we find on YouTube? I'll get in the ring. I don't give a good goddamn. Okay. But anyway, look, we're, we're having fun here and we are, you know, we want to rebut some of these stupid, obnoxious points of view and also just well, hang on a and second. mock them because that's fun. Do we think that he's maybe just moved everything to Patreon? It's possible, maybe. Like, so the YouTube channel is empty. All he has is his, like, gaming streaming channel and I Can't Even News, which has... It's got a fair few videos on it, but uh, one that I found... Which is here we go. Hello there, hello there, hello there. So he's a, he's quite he's acquired a shittier mic, but he's still keeping the like I'm a teal deer, and now he has a suit which is new. Love they love the suits. I hate the kerning on that. Look at it. That eye is too far away from the sea. Yeah. Somebody needs the to help this guy. The apostrophe is just lost in the can't there. Just no. After it was noted that children would routinely leave out cool glasses of white supremacist dog whistles on the night before Christmas as a means of communicating with Santa. Investigative proceedings around the case of St. Nicholas have turned up numerous things of interest. Notably, the jolly fat man's use of giving... How many views does this have? This has got 2,000 views. I wow. don't even feel like we should be watching this because no. it's just... Yeah. We're, we're doing what I was saying that they do, which is just pulling up some fringe dipshit. But my point that I was going to make is like, so this... So TLDR at this time currently has 159,000 subs. I don't know where he was like at like the height of his YouTube career because I'm sure a lot of people have jumped ship, including me. But it's just funny to me that, like, he had this whole thing going for a while where he was just, like, the smart dude who, like, debunked feminists and was on all these podcasts or whatever. 
And then, like, people like Sean and others came out and just, like, pushed his shit so far up his ass with, with just, like, better, more well-reasoned, more well-written and presented arguments that he has jumped to a gaming channel where it is just him, like, streaming video games, which and is And hiding his political content behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah, or, or even just, like, he's... The only thing that he's doing on this other channel is, like, some cringe... Go to, go to his Patreon and just see if that is where he's hiding it. But yeah, that I can't even use sucked, and it had 2,000 views in, like, a year, so... Yeah, so I can't even news is, like... It's supposed, I guess, just to be, like, a satire of, like, you know... Something. Something. <laughs> Some. He just started with satire. And Did then... you watch those clips I sent you of Smash Mouth Live and the? Yeah. And he's completely fucked. Oh, oh no! Man. Yeah, here we go. So good. Channel trailer. Teal dear. Hello and welcome. He always started his videos with him saying "Teal dear," as well. Like we'll come back. Channel. Teal dear. Hello and welcome to my They all open like that. Is that him saying tealed here? No. Like it, no, but is that meant to be the pun? No, I don't think so. Because he's saying it as if you would say such and such here. Blah, 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 blah. the express purpose of enabling me to provide commentary, critique, and criticism on what I'm Commentary, critique, and criticism. Wow. The three C's of being a cunt. <laughs> social justice and feminism, and how legal changes and social reform are being enacted, often on the grounds of emotions and feelings. Oh my god, emotions and feelings, which I'm too autistic to identify with. Is the thing, I don't... trailer is way... I'm sorry, I switched off. This sucks. That's all his content is like that. It's a still image of his... That's fan art, by the way, so people were like super into him. Um, but why do they make it sexy? Like they want to fuck the deer because he's so suave and sophisticated. I don't know how much of a furry presence his uh, audience yeah, used to have. Fuck yeah, the deer. yeah, his motherfuckers want to fuck the deer. Um, yeah, look and look. I'm not trying to talk down any autistic people, by the way. But it's like when it's when people are like feelings oh, aren't important, emotions aren't important. It's like. What? Feelings and emotions are some of the things that separate us from most of the rest of the fucking animal kingdom. Dickhead. So, by the way, also before you go any further, uh, I can see like the blurred out uh, thumbnails. These are just I can't even news uploads. So, yeah, but I'm sure the whole thing is like you get to watch them slightly earlier than everyone else. Yeah, so like even the content that he used to be known for, which like that trailer is a good example of what his shit was like. Is that's not there anymore? Like he, I, he either just couldn't keep up, or you know, like wasn't he didn't find it to be enjoyable anymore. So now he just makes low effort cringe, which I think is the happiest ending we could have hoped for. Can we see? Does he have his Patreon stats visible? Yeah. Let me see. So he's got fifty nine patrons, and they're all paying maximum seven bucks. Yeah. It's not a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad that we're picking on this guy now because he doesn't really have much of a presence. But as I said, and I will reiterate, I will fuck him up. Uh, what was the other one that I... Oh, I can't remember. Who else was I really into? 
back then, back in the day. Was Was there anybody that you were in, into? Like, you were on Crowder for a while. Yeah, look, we can... Oh, I'm not ready to do a crowded deep dive just yet, but I will get because that, that's what we we're talking about on the on the free episode. Now we're doing the premium slash freemium, but we were talking about how we got into you know our paths through or adjacent to the alt right pipeline, and then how we sort of eventually came out of that and realized what little dickhead shit it really is. And for me, um, I was into Crowder, uh, Shapiro. Jordan Peterson, like the stuff that you uh, were telling me about, I was not, you know, I didn't know about Bering or any of these people. Um, I was definitely one of the Joe Rogan people. You know what I mean? Like most of my guys came from Joe Rogan. And then once I went into them and they have their little cross network and the Ruben report and all this kind of stuff. But a lot of it, you know, I found Shapiro through Rogan. I'm pretty sure I found Peterson through Rogan. So that was my sort of detour. And I remember one of the turning points being getting Peterson's book, um, which my girlfriend at the time bought for me because she knew that I was into Peterson. And having to read him and engage with his written word as opposed to just having a podcast on in the background, I was like, wow, this guy's actually really fucking dumb. And not presenting... At, at best, not really presenting anything new or groundbreaking or thoughtful, and at worst, smuggling in some pretty sort of uh, insipid ideas. So, you know, that was, but yeah, if you ask who I was into, I didn't know about the bearing or any of that kind of stuff. I didn't get into Stephen Molyneux or Stefan Molyneux, whatever his name is. Um, I did like Milo, but I think even when I liked Milo, I knew, like, I wanted to believe that Milo was a troll, and I found that hilarious. I didn't actually like the idea of him being really racist, but I mean, I don't know how you explain some of the stuff that he said, you know? All right. So this is the satiristician, satiristician, how do you pronounce satiristician? Yeah. I don't know. He's, here's the Lacey Green video that they're all obliged to make contractually obliged. I wasn't entirely sure what videos go on. He's wearing a suit and a plague doctor mask. And a top hat. Top hat. Another faceless, fuckless shithead. With a really bad mic. This is one of his earlier videos, so it's like, it's bad, but it's bad because it's new. But they all have these fucking, like... Iron Man openings? Yeah. <laughs> High concept animated openings. Babe again. We are coming up on that time of the year again. Dress codes have been a point of controversy. Dress codes are a point of controversy. You mean like how women are demanding to be treated no differently than men, but then wanting different rules from men to determine what's a suitable uniform? Yeah, I can see how that's controversial. Good eye, Lacey. Feminists really are hypocrites. She was like... Two seconds into a video and he's like, I'm already mad at you, bitch. And also, all she's talking about is, like, dress code. She hasn't said anything about men or women or women trying to enforce dress codes or men trying to enforce dress codes. Nothing. Yeah, he's just jumped straight ahead to, uh, like... He's, just, he's jumped straight ahead to, like, feminists are bad. She hasn't even, like, got into the content of the video, which... Let the woman get a couple of sentences in. Shut up! <laughs> 
administrators gave nearly 200 female students detention for wearing shorts in the sweltering heat of summer. Distracting, they said. You know what's even more distracting to those male students? Sitting in a classroom, listening to 200-year-old Professor Grave Dodger prattle on about algebra problems, all the while swimming around in ball soup, wondering why that bitch sitting next to you looks as carefree as a summer's day. Because different rules apply to her. Yeah, it's a bit sexist. You want equality? Have them wear shirts and trousers all year round, just like the boys. Okay, so America doesn't have uniforms for the most part. To my knowledge, boys are allowed to wear shorts. Boys can wear shorts. Boys can wear shorts. Most of them wear, like, those terrible board short shorts that go just, like, above the knee, but not quite. It's not... They're the not pastel, shorts. The, the three-quarter shorts. The jorts. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Like... Uh, no one, no one is stopping boys from wearing shorts. Most of them wear basketball gym shorts. Yeah, like they're they're. So this is a thing. This is like so again. This is 2016. The the sort of like pop feminism meme of the time. Like buzz buzz. When I say feminism, it's like Buzzfeed level pop feminism. So it's not even like. Uh, so I do. I know you're reading like actual feminist uh, philosophy. Oh, yeah. You, here, I'm, I'm sorry. Here to, we go. I'm sorry to disappoint you. None of that will come up in any of these guys' <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah. When they say they do deep dives into like feminism, it's like I was on Buzzfeed for ten yeah, th minutes. This, this is the thing, right? Because like I'm, this, and this is the thing that I, ha especially with people like Jordan Peterson, right? Because he talks about Jung and like he talks about these like philosophers and psychotherapists and things like that. And I am reading De Beauvoir. I've read some Iris Marion Young, and um, because of who they both cite, I've started some Merleau-Ponty, so like French existentialism. And look, I'm very sort of new to it. I'm not trying to make out like I'm some philosophy bro that, that knows all his shit. But the point that I'm trying to get to is for people like Peterson who criticize these woke feminists and blah, 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 I mean, he's an academic, He's never engaging with the academic text. I can get. I mean, it's like that fucking debate he had with Zizek, where he barely knew the text. One of the core. I texts. read the Communist Manifesto in college. Yeah, so like it wouldn't have passed any test that a some university. Of these, it wasn't supposed to. Some of these shit lords that are uh, on YouTube, I can understand them not doing their research, but Peterson and people like him are meant to be academics. He should be able to engage with a de Beauvoir or a Marion Young and debunk it and come at it with either some kind of psychoanalysis or some, you know, philosophy kind of bent. He's a young guy. Yeah, like, he's, in his, he's in his fucking office talking about, like, the feminists. Stick your head out of the office. The other day I penned an irritated... I keep saying pen. The other day I penned an irritated tweet. You're a doctor! <laughs> but, like... You're in psychology, you're you're in one of the health sciences or the humanities, that sort of intersection. You worked, used to work, before you got shit-canned for being a shit-cunt, at a university. Talk to one of the other professors that study philosophy or feminism or, like, just public health. Yeah, when he was a professor, he could have been debating the women's studies professor if he wanted to, which would be a shitlordy thing to do, but at least that would be like, I'm a professor, I have these ideas, I'm going to debate another professor that has those ideas. But they don't do it. They don't engage with the 
They get on, they get on like channel four with some bitch that's had like two hours of prep time because they do interviews like every, how, like every yet night or whatever. They've and got he some owns other them on. by being a defensive little shit cunt getting his back up and getting angry about, so, like he, people talk about that Not channel, everything that's, that's people talk about that channel four video like he's so cool and so in control. No, he's being a little bitch. He's getting upset and stomping his feet and because he's a guest on the show. They don't push him too fucking hard. And as you said, this is just a, you know, an, an anchor who has had a couple of hours prep for every segment that she does. Like, I mean, e- even looking back at that video, he's not that special. What are we even talking about? Anyway. Middle school in California held a mandatory assembly for girls only and pulled them out of class to tell them they can't wear yoga pants or leggings. Distracting. We had a similar situation. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the point... Basically, at the time, was just that, like, schools have an unfair dress code for girls. It's like, oh, you can't wear singlets or whatever. You have to wear T-shirts with the sleeves down to X level. Or you can't wear shorts because they're distracting. Or anything that's, like, skin tight, basically. Speaking as somebody who was a teenager not too long ago, uh, who also attended a Christian school with a pretty conservative dress code, that does not help. Seeing a girl's face is is enough <laughs> for most boys. Seeing the back of a girl's head and recognizing that it's a girl over there is enough. Yeah. So I think like even if you have a conservative dress code, that's not going to be less distracting to the horny teenage boys. And as for the adults, get out of school if you're if you're like sexually attracted to the literal children and it's like so distracting that you can't do your job. Maybe you just shouldn't be there. I'm thinking about when I worked in a clothing store and there was an employee that, um, for whatever reason, like didn't have her pants. She only had like her leggings. Like, I don't know if she'd just like come from somewhere like, like school or something like that. Like she was an adult, but like come from study or something like that. Um, and she was asking, oh, can I, I just got these leggings. Can I wear these? They're not my like black work pants. They're black leggings instead. And I remember our store manager who, so it's a fashion store, right? And like the store manager and like the uh, the other managers like were dressed really well, really fashion forward, like women. They really knew their shit and they would wear, you know, either like sporty stuff or classy stuff or elegant stuff. They would do all the kind of looks that you could do at a place like that. And this boss that I had was like, you know, rake thin, but had like a pretty decent ass for someone as thin as she was. And you knew relevant. that. No, it is relevant. You would right. know that because she would frequently be wearing like skin tight, clearly with a G string as well. So like the skin tight was into her ass cheeks, like right. the, the most figure showing off stuff possible. And I remember her giving this girl shit in front of me because like this girl had like a big ass. Like she wasn't fat. She just had like a big fucking round ass. And that's like too inappropriate because of this. It's it's not that it's skin tight. I'm wearing skin tight stuff as well. It's just the size of your ass. The, You're going to bump over the mannequins. It's too voluminous. So if you wear skin tight things, and if anything, I think she was probably just threatened, to be honest, because, I mean, that chick's ass was popping compared to hers. But I don't know. I'm just thinking of this while we're watching this. It doesn't really have anything to do with it. Oh, I'm so her. glad. No, no. It was just funny. And it, but it was like, it was funny and it was fucked up. And it was like a bit of a double stare. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just like a silence. It was just a double standards about leggings, and it, you know, like, oh, that's inappropriate because you're wearing because <laughs> you're wearing leggings. <laughs> I can't hold it down. Look, it's just this is just a story that I'm telling about when I worked at a place that I don't work at anymore about women wearing leggings and how it was appropriate in some circumstances. Does that say wow? Yes. yes. Appropriate in some circumstances, not appropriate in other circumstances. All right, well, let's see what uh, fucking satire man, uh, Dr. Satire, has, has to say about it. ...situation in my school, but directed at boys for the footwear they were choosing. You see, Lacey, uniform codes means a set of clothes that you have to wear. And if you're not wearing that, then that's an issue for the school. It's a good life lesson too. What will happen when these girls start looking for jobs with their gender studies degrees? Do you think McDonald's are going to let them wear yoga pants? Yes! Yes, yes, actually. Yes. You know why? Because I worked at an ice cream store and all we did was wear leggings and trainers. We had our asses in the ice cream. <laughs> Look, genuinely, we I got all, you, Mr. Whippy, right here, motherfucker. <laughs> Because all we would do is walk, like, the entire day on a busy day, you'd be up and down the counter the entire time, scooping ice cream and serving. It was nonstop. So you'd always be in good trainers that were, like, going to support your feet. You'd be in leggings because you're going to be walking the whole time. And then you'd just be in the, like, the, the uniform shirt. There was an apron that you had to wear and a hat, and then that was it. Aside from that, you could wear pretty much whatever else. But all of us, like 90% of us were wearing leggings, skin-tight leggings all day, every day, because it was the most comfortable thing to wear. And also, on a hot day, if you're sweating because you're walking upwards of 30,000 steps a day, it was good. Like, you, you didn't come out of that shift being like, I am gross and I want to die. Yeah, so, so like, here's, here's what's fucking crazy about about this video and about this take, basically, is, like, Lacey is just doing pop feminism of, like, it's problematic to, uh, like, pick on young girls in school for wearing leggings or shorts in, like, hot summer conditions. So think of, like, how hot Texas gets or California in the summer or whatever, where it's, like, for us, it's, like, 40 degrees. Arizona. Yeah. So if you're in these, like, hotter climate parts of the United States in the summer and boys are allowed to wear gym gear, like, uh, the, like, basketball jerseys that are, like, baggy and sleeveless or, like, sports shorts or whatever, whereas girls have to wear long pants, etc., etc. Can't they wear skirts? I don't know. But, like, they would probably have to wear skirts part, like, down to past the knee or whatever. I don't know what the dress codes are, but, like... The, the point, of, I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with, like, necessarily agree with everything that Lacey is saying or everything that the schools are doing, but, like, the take... Hey, Lacey! The take is... I'm gonna fight you! The take is that it's problematic to just, like, make this... The girls are doing the wrong thing, and it's not that, like, boys are being creepy or male teachers are distracted by children uh, for having, like, singlets on... Uh, satire man's like rebuttal to that is like when I was at school, first of all, he's English as well. So they have actual school uniforms. So I don't even know like what his frame of reference is because he's talking about like boys were wearing the wrong shoes and like, that's a separate issue. And that's because you're all forced to wear like, like private school uniforms that we have, like pretty much all UK schools, you have to wear some kind of blazered 
skirt, like a blazer, yeah, a skirt, blaze. a shirt, It's a not tie. a dress code, it's a uniform. It's a uniform. It's not, There's a difference between a uniform and a dress code. Also, also like, people aren't getting distracted because boys' feet are too sexy because they were wearing trainers instead of black leather shoes. And also, just like, look at those sexy Reeboks. These rock, man. These are good beaters. Um, what? Beaten like, off. Yeah, I beat off with my shoes, motherfucker. No. Yeah, Normal people beat it. off into socks, but I need box. support. You need box. I need box. Beat off into box. Beat box. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just like she's saying, oh, that's a stupid rule, and it's like, well, rules are rules. They don't have to be you stupid fucking narc piece of shit, <laughs> dumbass cunt. He is. That's what he Little is. Little fucking oh, but. The schools have rules. Like, well, you're agreeing that they're stupid. You don't like the ones about the shoes. So there's one more. What is your point? There's one more person that I want to show you. And this. Schools w- have rules. All right. So. I don't like the rules, Jerry. Hello, friends. And- so this is Shoe on Head. Have you, has anyone heard of Shoe I on Head? I think so. I vaguely remember them. Wasn't she Probo and then. She she just became a different. She went from being alt right Probo to Vosh Probo. She's not so not necessarily that is the meme, but like she was one of those anti SJW content creators, right? But uh, has since she was like a Bernie bro during the uh, the second time round for the um, so like during twenty sixteen or whatever. I think she's from Canada, so I don't even think. She had a state had skin in the game, unless it was her boyfriend that was from Canada. I can't remember. Anyway, 2016. I don't know what her position on the election was, apart from just like Hillary supporters are cringe. Next time around, she was a Bernie bro, and now she she posts very occasionally, but it's usually just like you know the government is doing bad stuff. So I'd say that it's very centrist now. So she was like anti SJW. Now she's kind of like centrist but not quite centrist enough that she's cringe centrist like andrew yang just being like forward i have no ideas but, <laughs> but just forward so i'll pull forever up. twirling 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 towards victory so this this made the rounds uh very prolifically it's a buzzfeed video it's uh, questions for men answered by women Oh no, so BuzzFeed had a video that was questions for men asked by women, and now she's responding to that video. BuzzFeed is the internet equivalent of ass cancer. We know this, and I'm pretty sure the website is a government experiment created to test my patience. They're known for hits like, let's get fat, poses only fit gymnasts can do. Being a woman is hard because compliments and damage control the video. So without further ado, I present to you 36 questions feminists have for men. How does it feel to be the same sex as Donald Trump? How does it feel to be the same sex as someone I personally politically disagree with? The man is literally Satan to these people. Like, you, they could have said Hitler. And they basically meant Hitler. Trump is their Hitler. It's very trendy to hate Trump right now. This is also hilarious because, so this is February of 2016. Trump, I think, is only just recently announced that he's running and he's saying he's he's wiling out for the first time and be everybody's doing their screen grabs and their reaction videos how nice it is to watch this in 2022 when he's just been raided by the fbi for <laughs> probably stealing nuclear secrets to sell to saudis pointing himself 
minister in different in different um, ministries. You're talking about Scott Morrison. This is Trump. Okay, I'm relating it to it and saying that that is a possibility. But anyway, cut her mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. You ruined it. I'm just- no more women. <laughs> No more. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just like it's funny going back He's to impo- the- He appointed himself the minister of Saudi Arabia's nuclear armament. Yeah, exactly. It's like selling the nuclear secret. Exactly. It's, it's funny going back to these 2016 videos when people like Shu and everyone else were just like, oh, Trump's not going to be that bad. Mm. Anyway. Me. Wait, 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 wait. Why is she saying who? But why is she just saying who? Who? Like, which men are doing this? So the the original video... I don't know why you would bother making the video if you're just going to... But but that second white woman... Why don't y'all sit around... Jive talking? (laughs) Of course it's the BuzzFeed white woman that's like, Why don't y'all got... Why does y'all got to sit around on the stoop? (laughs) <laughs> Making us talk about some damn book. Damn male actors. Jeez. <laughs> that's what it said. That's what it sounds like. Not every man on earth is your ex-boyfriend. Why are you surprised when women are funny? Listen, I know many are funny women. I know many a unfunny men. Men are not naturally funny. Women are not naturally unfunny. It is just a personality trait. There are a lot of theories behind it. I'll probably go into that in a video I've been planning on to doing forever. She never does, by the way. That never came out. Anyway. Why are we watching this? I don't even understand the detour. She's hot. I get it. She's hot and dumb. Anyway, so like... Is she the, the reason that, that I brought eye up, makeup is terrible. The reason that I brought up Shu is Shu had an alt channel where she essentially parodied just like a hyper woke feminist, and Satire Man did a reaction to that, not realizing that he was responding to Beautiful. in earnest a satire of Beautiful. made by a fellow anti woke SJW. Wow! So that video is gone. I can't find it, but. Um, just what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> this show is over. I think. Anyway, I think Dylan is tired. Yeah, maybe. we're twenty. We're twenty-two minutes over an hour, but I think I'm not tired. I just feel like this episode was a bit all over the place. But that's all right. It's just because we've got the, a lot of things the, that we want to talk about. Point, and we just have to structure them a little bit better. The be- point. The point of this video was basically just like here's the. This is the kind of content that I consumed when I was this like the on the train. Yeah, this is the alt right. This pipeline. is the entry to the alt right pipeline. Basically, it's like you start with the premise of like. Feminists, which means women, if you're not paying attention, just women in general. Uh, that's the premise. Is like feminists are bad. They're stupid. They're lying. Bloody blah, blah. And then it's like, what else is being lied about? And the thing about these kinds of content creators like Milo or Lacey Green or BuzzFeed is they also touch into other work topics like gender issues, like transgender stuff, 
uh, or Black Lives Matter stuff. And that is the gateway into people who are a little bit more extreme. So it's like, uh, there's, you know, there's your Stefan Molyneux, if you like your long winded, blah, blah kinds of people. There's, uh, your fucking Richard Spencer's, if you like, uh, what would you say? He's like preppy kind of like sophisticated guy. Preppy Nazi. Yeah. Preppy Nazi aesthetic. And then you've got Jordan Peterson because you don't have a strong father figure in your life or something. I'm fucking gay. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the kinds of people that like, and uh, yeah, like it's that and Joe Rogan experience. You just sort of get like, you just sort of get funneled into, or at least I don't know if they've mended the algorithm since then, but basically the way the algorithm would work is you would just get funneled into these other creators until it just got more and more extreme. And for a lot of people who just didn't get exposed to the right kind of content at the right time, uh, they stayed on the train, and that's how you end up with shit like QAnon. You just go deeper into it. Yeah, I think that over the over the course of this show, we would definitely get into um, some of our. You know, this has mainly been a, a tour of of your mind palace. But previous, yes, your pre, yeah, your previous mind palace, um, and we'll get into more of that. We'll get into some of mine and the the crowders and that, and and check in on them, and see how they're doing. Um, it makes me uh, uncomfortable to watch things like Stephen Crowder now, but for the purposes of this show. Oh, and um, it would be remiss of me to not say. Hey, Crowder, I'll fight you too. <laughs> I don't know. Is he big or is he just fat? I mean, he lifts weights. Yeah. He's probably stronger than I am. I'll still fight him though. Apparently he does BJJ. Mm. Oh yeah. Didn't he choke out that one guy from his crew? Not aware of that. Yeah. didn't. Wasn't he trying to demonstrate like what a choke would actually be? Oh, dude, that's such a fucking, like... And then he choked, like, unconscious choked, like, a a member of his, like, crew to demonstrate this is how that would actually happen. Stephen Crowder choke. Fact. Spanning choke holds louder with Crowder. Uh... Crowder demonstrates rear naked choke on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, quick break. We had to set up and uh, ease it. You're, who are you wearing? I'm uh, Wolverine. We hey, need a better budget for costume. Uh, it's time. Try to choke on weight. He's dressed up like a Girl Scout, by the way. Is he? Is that what it is? No, he's. I think he's dressed like Steve Owen. Why has he got, like, stockings on, then? He's just wearing high socks. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But he does, like, yeah, cross-dress a lot. Which, I mean, you know. I took off my shoes because I didn't want to hit on the ball. So, typically what happens is the rear naked choke sees a lot of MMA. I'm trying to control his body here. So, this is a good establishing of control. So, right? Let's say you try and squirm out. The whole reason I'm just controlling your body here. You have some options, but here's your mind. You're like, yeah. There's an over-under grip. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to show you a little bit. I don't want to choke on the woodpecker, okay? Yeah. So, if you're uncomfortable, obviously, just tap and let it go. Uh, but I want you to let me know if you do real. Okay? So, a lot of people think it's like drowning. What's really happening is I'm getting these right arteries right here. I'm shutting down blood flow. And there are multiple ways to do it. I can actually do it here with this collar. This is called a bow and arrow choke. So, you look at this. You can see my forearm is not on his throat, right? You can see that's not what I think. 
about the blood circulation that way. There are a million different ways, but the most common is what's called the rear nasal chest. So, so wait, does this guy pass out? Yeah. Really? That's true. Or the balls, yeah. But you electrify my heart. Oh, sweet. And they do it on purpose? So what I'm going to do here is point me to choke hold. If anybody has a question, you can ask. What? Yeah. He was tapping his foot. Yeah. And he just kept going. Yeah. Wow. So Stephen Crowder's pretty cool. Um, he had big guns. You could see there. He wanted a close up of his biceps. Um, you know, so he's a cool guy. Very cool guy. I can't believe he I think just... he started jujitsu or something because he got punched by a union guy. Oh yeah, that was oh that was classic. Pull that up. I want to see him getting punched by a union guy. Just a fucking union guy. I tell you what, Joe Rogan is fucking union guys are coming in and say, Oh <laughs> I need to work on my Joey Coco Diaz. I need to take more stars of death. Weed gummies. Crowder is a so-called correspondent for Fox News and a so-called comedian. You just assaulted me. Oh, yeah. Run that back. Did he push him to the ground or something? Uh, I'm not sure. I think because so. the guy that starts punching Crowder begins on the ground. On the ground, at this point. yeah. He's there. He's got the purple, and he was on the ground. Ran over and over. So I don't know. The dude's on the floor, and then he gets up and starts just wailing on Crowder. He didn't really land many hits there. He got a couple. But he went in. Props to him. Yeah, anyway. What? I mean, look, I'm speculating. It looked like maybe the guy bumped him or pushed him or something and Crowder pushed him to the ground and then was like, you assaulted me! And th thought he could walk away from that entanglement before it got worse because he just pushed someone to the ground. Um, but yeah, that's great. Seeing an old man beat the shit out of Stephen Crowder. <laughs> anyway, look, that's APFM, a podcast for men. Episode number four. Premium number two. Look, we're, we're finding our feet. We're figuring out what it is that we want to talk about. But if you're into the manosphere, if you're into these content creators we're talking about, if you're into fart sound effects, if you're into me challenging other content creators to fight me, even though I haven't done any form of martial arts since I did Taekwondo as a child and I lift weights in my garage, uh, stick around. You're in the right place. Are we over that yet? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. That's great. <laughs> Good to hear.